1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we look back on an outstanding night for Scotland Stevie Clark's side put in a fine performance to beat Denmark 2-0 at Hampden It means we will be seeded for the playoffs with a home semi-final guaranteed And on the domestic front Rangers fans wait patiently on that managerial appointment I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Roger Hanna Yes Steve Clark We salute you Andy Robertson We salute you Scotland are one step Closer to Qatar A fantastic Monday night at Hamden A fantastic performance A fantastic result Against the previously Unbeaten Danes And if there's one more Word of praise for them They've even managed To get Gordon Dale Interested in International football Well done Scotland Yeah I totally agree I'd fallen out of love With international football A long time ago Gordon but I've got to say, uh, sitting watching that last night, absolutely superb from a man. Every single one, coaching staff, everybody got it right in the night. I thought the brandy football was brilliant. I thought the pace that they played at, and I couldn't fault one single player. So congratulations and well done, everyone concerned. Yeah, it was quite the night. So if you've got any thoughts on it, 0141951025. Shouldn't be any shortage of talking points You could literally run through the full starting 11 The squad, everyone else that's contributed along the way Because that table looks very good indeed Qualifying Group F, it's finished Scotland in second place with 23 points A wonderful performance And of course result last night And now all eyes on that draw in a couple of weeks time To see who will be coming to Hamden for the semis Then we'll worry about the final And getting to the World Cup and the group stages And lifting the trophy and all that a bit later on Uh, But for now 01419511025 Give us your thoughts on last night Just how good was it? I mean we know it was good But how good? Where does that rank? For Scotland fans of a certain age It genuinely might be the best performance you've ever seen Um, that's, That's where we've been in the last couple of generations So whatever you're thinking Anyone you want to single out for praise Maybe you were wrong about the manager Anyone Anyone out there 0141 951 1025 uh, Of course Roger It's not exactly a quiet period On the domestic front Although maybe a bit of a quieter day Than, than Rangers fans would like um, Yeah listen um, I think Had there been the pressure of a game In the next day or two Rangers already have a new manager in um, they don't play again for another five days So t- time was on their side Just like time was on Aston Villa's side When they appointed Stephen Gerrard And time was on Norwich City side When they appointed Dean Smith um, This is what clubs more and more Not just in November international break But October and September as well They seem to look upon that as an opportunity If they want change in the dugout um, Rangers have lost Stephen Gerrard It was always Impossible to go and appoint someone else at 24 or 48 hours notice This was always going to take time I think we're all agreed Giovanni van Bronckhorst from day one Was the overwhelming favourite for this job Um, For me, he's still the overwhelming favourite for this job Cup semi-final coming on Sunday against Hibs at Hamden I was expect to see him paraded in the next 48 hours if not sooner You never know There might be some of you out there who want to share your thoughts on that situation You are more than welcome to 01419511025 But it would be crazy of us to not kick off by paying tribute to Stevie Clark, Scotland, the players, the job they have done The game against Denmark last night, rounding it all off The playoff place was already secured of course But it wasn't job completely done for the group trying to get the seeded playoff, the the home game 
uh, in the semi-finals at Hamden So that's all in the bag and in some style as well So pick up the phone and let us know what you're thinking Why don't we give the first word to the man who has masterminded it all Stevie Clark says he's proud they've managed to seal a seeded playoff spot And win their last six matches He says they're now all desperate to qualify for Qatar Now we knew coming into it, we were in a good place Wanted to put on a good performance to finish what's been a good campaign for us uh, And we managed to do that in front of another fantastic Hamden crowd So good night for everybody We felt it was important that we, we tried to get the, the win that would secure the the home playoff in the, f- the first leg. Uh, we have to wait and see what the draw is and, and who we get. But six, six wins in a row. So now we're going to, unfortunately for me, we're going to a big, long four-month winter hibernation. But it means that everybody can come back here in March and in a good frame of mind. And if the team can pick up where they're left off, then we'll be OK. I think 2021's been a decent year for us, if I'm being honest. And if, if we can surpass that or match that in 2022, then maybe we'll, we'll get the ultimate aim, which is to go to Qatar. Yeah, it's nice tonight. Getting in the playoffs, getting the home playoff, but we have two two tough games to go through. But this group of players want to go to Qatar 2022, and the head coach wants to do that as well. So let's see what next year brings. Don't we all? Uh, let's go to straight to the phones 01419511025 and find out what you lot made of it. Matt is in Pollock. Matt, how good was it? Oh, tremendous last night. It was one of the games when you watch it, it's exciting to start to finish, and you never had to worry, but to see a team of boys playing as a unit for each other it was br- absolutely brilliant but when I seen the teams coming out as I've been on before I had no fear what colours tops was them up wearing white every time we play white we do well we beat the teams proud as sponge the only thing I've got to worry about is uh, if we are know we're seeded and we get the semi-final it's who we get after that and I know a lot of people are saying oh, a lot of teams don't want to play Scotland but just take it step by step and I hope we get through and give us another chance but I'm as proud as punch watching that last night from start to finish Proud as punch is a good way of putting it of course there is a big picture here in terms of what was achieved the manner it was achieved in what Stevie Clark's done what the players have done but if you're just talking about that 94 minutes or whatever it was last night Gordon what a performance I, I think you're right there performance Gordon I think before the game every one of us would have just said look don't care how we get a result tonight If we scrape a 1-0 It's a fluke goal It's a poor performance As long as we get the three points That was the most important thing But the bonus of it Was the performances And I'm talking about every single player From Craig Gordon To even the subs that come on And made an impact as well And done their bit I just thought that Scotland got Everything right last night And even when they went under a little bit of pressure You always had that belief they could go mm-hmm. on the counter and score because they were playing that well, sharp, everything about them. The lads had given everything, one or two of them down with cramp, you could see that. I just thought that was probably, I can't remember a game that I enjoyed so much supporting Scotland was last night. Where does that rank, Roger, performance-wise? Well, Gordon, I tweeted last night after the game, I remember going to Hamden with my father in 1984, Scotland 3, Spain 1. Mo Johnson scored twice and Kenny Douglas curled one into the opposite corner and we battered a fantastic Spain team and that will live with me as a 13 year old that will live with me for the rest of my life last night a new generation of Scotland fans had that game there will be young kids under the age of 16 who will be there with their fathers their uncles their granddads last night who will never ever forget that game they would have happily taken a rubbish 1-0 with an own goal off Casper Smeichel's backside in the last minute and they'd have celebrated but 
because of the performance, because of the way Scotland played, the panache, the swagger that Scotland played. Those people who were there last night, and guys like Daz, myself, who watched it on the telly, we'll never forget that. That's how good mm. it was. That's up there with the top four or five performances of the last 40 years. Yeah, because you, the famous nights that we've had in this period of not getting to major tournaments are obviously you know victories against France and so on. And whilst that France team would be a slight, yeah, a level above Denmark, albeit Denmark are very good. We, we got battered in those games yeah, You know what I mean and, and, and You pull something out And sometimes football can do that it, you, you can Luck can be on your side But everything about it Was just so Deserved and controlled yeah, and Wasn't listen, it there, There's been good Results at Hamden Kenny Miller will tell you He scored against the Germans He scored against the Italians At Hamden We had the night When we were, we were denied Alan McLeish's team After Barry Ferguson yeah. Scored against Italy We were denied It was James McFadden's goal In the first leg Of the playoff Against Holland But we lost the second leg 6-0 so this win, the manner of the performance and the fact that it has achieved something for us, it's got us a seeding in a World Cup playoff against a team who have just been to the semi-finals of the European Championships. This was a special night. Uh, thank you, Matt, who was proud as punch. Let's find out how Josh was feeling. Josh, how would you sum it up? I think Golden Eye Rogers summed it up really well. Well, yeah, I mean... The, the thing about the game last night, this it, it wasn't France, you know, 1-0, scoring a goal and then back to the wall, holding on. We absolutely battered them last night. It could, it was a, you know, it was 2-0 going on about 4 or 5 now. Honestly, we, we absolutely outplayed them all over the pitch. We were outstanding. And as the, guy, as the guys have said there, it's, I mean, it's definitely the best performance, Scotland performance I've ever seen in my life. Um, you know, just to, to, to go up against a team like Denmark, who are probably one of the favourites, in my opinion, for the World Cup next summer. Uh, sorry, this winter, I should say. Um, you know, and, and to absolutely outplay them all over the pitch. It was a night of first Scotland, Billy Gilmore. It's the first time I've seen a footballer play a night player full game of football while smoking a cigar at the same time he was absolutely outstanding ice cold the boys get ice running through his veins he is so cool yeah I think uh, uh, you can mention guys like Gilmore but I just thought a team performance Gordon last night there was a, a I feel like we should go through them one by one between now and 8 o'clock really because <laughs> yeah, they, it, they it was that it. level of, of contribution wasn't Abs- it absolutely deserve it um, of that there's no doubt Um the one thing that I liked about the performance last night, just after half time, Denmark looked like they were coming back into it because they've got quality players mm. and they're going to have possession at something. And you're thinking, oh, we're going to go back to the usual defending deep and giving up the, the territory and not being on the front foot. Then you could see us growing back into the game mm-hmm. again. And if Andy was going to score, it was going to be Scotland. I thought the second goal, as much as, and I've, I, you talk about Billy Gilmore, let let everybody say something. How pleased were you for Suter last night? What yeah. he's went through, that boy with injuries and disappointments, everything, he's come back, and the courage and everything, mm. and to get that first goal. But I thought the second goal last night was brilliant. I mean, Roger, we are... We've got this Scottish thing We can't shake it off There will always be people Who want to point out Well Denmark weren't quite At full strength Well guess what Neither were we Because there was no Lyndon Dykes No Grant Hanley No Jack Hendry No Scott McTominay No Nathan Patterson And that's before you even Have to go to 
Ryan Fraser who might not come back into the Scotland or, squad or, or James Forrest uh, and Ryan, Ryan Jack. Jack you know so the, the the depth that the contribution from this group is incredible at the moment yeah and I, I think Steve Clark has been quite cute but both before the game and after the game to credit them all you know guys there are unsung heroes in there Liam Cooper at the centre of that back three managed to get the header back across for Suter to score the opening goals I don't need to tell you lads Stephen O'Donnell Steve, Next time Stephen O'Donnell Plays for Scotland He'll get a silver medal For 25 caps Kenny McLean Off the bench The next time he plays For Scotland He'll get a silver medal For 25 mm. caps These guys turn up Camp after camp After camp They've been loyal To Scotland And now they're getting A reward That they're, they're playing in A Scotland team That's been at one Major finals this year mm-hmm. And now has a Half decent chance Of making it To another major finals Next year Josh So many disappointments Over the years You've seen Many of them I'm sure And, and travelled far and wide The nights like last night Make it all worthwhile It, it, it makes you know, It's so, so validating Gordon I think one of the guys Said at the start Of the programme That there'll be a new generation Of, of, of young Scotland fans uh, After that performance Last night And I, and I hope I hope there are Because you know, Having hand in full again It was just electric The atmosphere was incredible um, I mean this, this team you know, when Steve Clark took over, Gordon, I thought it would take his three or four years for him to transform the team completely. He's done it in under two. You know, 81 minutes last night and 1-0. Honestly, and I'm 100% serious here, I turned around to my mates and I said, here, by the way, we've, we've won this game. I've just realised we've won this. Because, because that performance was, was vintage Steve Clark. So solid defensively, so organised, so calm, so composed. And then... The icing of the cake To go up and score that goal In the 85th minute The scenes When that goal went in Unbelievable What a night Just incredible Getting to the point Roger With the list of Of achievements And the relative achievements I get that yeah. You know Because of where we've been But you, you can't You can't really argue With this stuff There's no opinion Attached to this It's the six competitive wins In a row For the first time Since 1930 Hugh Evans can't even remember it it's the joint highest points total we've ever had in a qualification campaign. That, that, that there is no other way of interpreting that other than to say that this group, led by this manager, is doing incredible things. And, and five clean sheets out of six. When does Scotland ever do that in, in internationals? You go back not that far, Gordon, to the last game against Denmark. It was only September in Copenhagen, and we took a. Bit of a beating that night It was a team that was weakened There was no John McGinn Players like that Because of the Covid outbreak Etc But it was a chastening experience And to come away from that And win Six consecutive games We had five points in the group Five points In September Now we've got 23 points As you see The biggest haul Joint biggest haul ever By a Scotland team In qualification Of the sides Who are going to be Mm -hmm. Seeded We've yep. got a second best record We've got a better record Than the reigning European champions Italy Only Portugal I think Have a better record Going into these playoffs It's a phenomenal achievement By Steve Clark And these players And you heard them saying it It's just a pity We have to wait Until the end of March For this playoff yeah. game Because I'm quite sure Steve Clark And these players Would have played it tomorrow night Yeah we could do it next week Couldn't we Josh I'm sure it'll be a while Before the smile Is wiped off your face Thanks for joining us Thanks uh, It was pretty much the best uh, performance he's ever seen What about Jordan and Fife Where does it rank for you Jordan oh, It was definitely The best Scotland performance I've ever seen Well in my lifetime anyway It was my first time at Hamden 
Um, I took my mum first time. Her time, first time at a football game at Hamden too. You are joking me, Jordan. You and your mum are absolutely spoiled rotten. Do you understand some of the dross people have had to watch over the years and you rock up and get that last night? Yeah, it gets better though. <laughs> so I sat down and I looked behind me and Robbie Nielsen was sat behind me. And in front of me, I, you've been at Hamden, there's Ali McCoyce and Ian Crocker doing the commentary. So I, I think, you know, on the halfway line. <laughs> and uh, Robbie Nielsen didn't really show much emotion. Until John Shooter put that ball in the back of the net. And my gosh, I seen the biggest smile on his face. And then he sat back down. Wasn't very emotion, not much emotion. And then when Craig Gordon made that one-handed save, he jumped straight up with a biggest smile on his face. Like, he knew his boys had done him proud. So, And then when the second goal went in, I thought Ali McCoy was a way to burst into tears. Because his hands went up in the air, he was screaming. He turned around to the crowd and he was just screaming at everyone, just, yeah! And the whole place was going crazy. It was just, for that to be my first experience at Hamden, then I don't know if it'll be topped, but gosh, that was such a night. Well, good good luck topping night. it, Jordan, I must admit. And I'm, we're working our way through, Roger, I'll make sure they all get a mention. Gordon did flag up. How can you look beyond John Souter? This is a guy who very possibly could have 30-odd Scotland caps. You never know. But arguably the, the, one of the worst run of injuries that, that you'll hear for a young Scottish player in recent years Yeah, and listen, Jordan could quite quickly have wiped the smile off Robbie Nielsen's face By telling him, there's no way John Suter's signing that contract, contract extension now <laughs> um, Clubs all over the place will be joining the queue to look at John Suter between now and the end of the season And it is, it's been an emotional roller coaster for the lad He's had these three Achilles injuries, he's had other fitness problems He's 25 years of age now, he's not a kid anymore um, So to come through... And to score that goal last night was a fantastic reward for his perseverance in the face of these injuries. And incredibly, just three or four days after his brother Harry, who plays for Australia, mm-hmm. suffered a really bad cruciate ligament injury playing for the Socceroos in a World Cup qualifier against Saudi Arabia. His season is now over. He's having to come back with this bad knee injury, start his own rehab. But if there's anything that will get Harry Souter through rehab yeah. is watching what's happened to his big brother I mean talk about the depth in that area now Gordon remember we used to really beat ourselves up and say that we, you know we were struggling at centre back even the, the the last competition we've just been at it was guys like Declan Gallagher that played such mm-hmm. a key role in, in getting us there he seems to ha- have kind of moved out of the picture and as I mentioned last night there's no Grant Hanley no Jack Henry no Scott McTominay who tends to play in there as well and John Souter pops up and <laughs> puts in a performance like that yeah, the depth in squad is very, very good now, Gordon. That's where I think Steve Clark's got it bang on. The quality. If we talk about Steve Clark says, well, you know, we've got to wait to March. I think he would have a massive problem if his game was in the next week, two weeks. Because you look at that team last night, you look at the performances, you look at the result, clean sheet, and you're thinking, right, how am I going to change that team? Where you've just mentioned with Roger... Guys that have been brilliant for Scotland mm. And only missing through different um, circumstances With quality like McTominay's And James Forrest has not been there Ryan Jack's not been there Dykes mm. has been a, our main man he, he wasn't involved last night But if you're Steve Clark And your next game come up As quickly as next week Who would you pick? You'd be sitting there with a headache <laughs> Which is brilliant for a Scotland man I think nobody's mentioned Would you believe We've got to 20 past 6 we lost Andy Robertson and Kieran Tierney to injury last night. Nobody seems to have noticed this because the guys who yeah. stayed on the pitch just carried on and yeah. won the game. Debut for Anthony Ralston. I mean, Jordan, the atmosphere last night, just elaborate a bit for us, describe it to us. Does it feel like there was a real a real connection there between the fans and, and what these players are achieving? 
Yeah, the, the place was rocking. And for like 15 minutes after the game, the place was still full. The place was still going crazy. All, all the fan, all the players going around the pitch. Throughout the whole game, the noise was just—it was incredible. Honestly, I've never experienced something like that. But can I come back in on a second point? Go for it. Make it quick if you can. We're a bit short on time. So, so it was like in the about 20 minutes into the first half, for about 10 foot for the last 20 minutes, for the second half of the first half, I just thought we were unplayable. We had we had Denmark rattled. The shape was was tight. Everything was good, and that. I just Billy Gilmore and John McGinn just they just ran the show last night. They would they ran themselves into the ground and all, all, every all all players did, but them two especially stood out for me and John Suter. So I was just that that was just my second point. And you put it very well, thank you, Jordan. Hope you and your mum never forget the experience. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We'll take more of your calls and more from Stevie Clark next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon Diel are here reflecting on Scotland's win last night phrases such as proud as punch have been uttered people saying it's the best Scotland performance they've ever seen how do you feel about it? who stood out for you? could you pick one or two? or was it all about the team effort? and what next? playoffs coming up 01419511025 let's bring in Neil who's in Cumbernauld what's your main thought process after last night Neil? Well, to be fair, I'll go back to the start. I did not want Steve Clark to see out this this uh, the World Cup qualification after the first two results. I thought, no, he needs to go. We didn't do well at the years. It got us to years, and I was absolutely delighted. But we didn't do do well, and after the first two results, I thought, no, we need a change. The only thing that kept me going with them was I thought, who do we bring in? Who who else is there? Um, but he's definitely changed my mind because although we had the individual players, we had the had the great the, the players, Man United, Liverpool, Premier League players, Celtic Rangers players, all all top quality players. It seemed like we couldn't play as a team, we couldn't gel as a team. But we're starting to as as you can see from yesterday's performance, we're starting to perform as a team. Bringing in C. Adams, finding C. Adams, bringing in Gilmore, who's just formed an absolute brilliant partnership with John McGinn, because both of them have the same vision. They can read the game the same, having the, the, the solid defence as well. It's, it's really it's, it's brilliant. I mean, th- there will be lots of people like that, surely, Roger. They don't have to admit it. It's not all about you know eating humble pie. But. Y- I mean, now at the stage where you can't argue with what Stevie Clark's done, you don't have to like him. You don't have to say he's your favourite manager in the world. That's that's personal opinion. But the stuff that used to get levelled. I mean, remember there was that even that groundswell when we made the Euros. Ah, but we get in through the back door, and and then we were, you know, then we didn't do as well as we should have at the Euros. This is now, like I said, six competitive wins in a row, first time since 1930, joint highest points total ever in a qualification campaign. We at the stage where you can't really argue about the job he's no, done. No, because I think international managers are judged by qualification for the big tournaments. Um, Scotland have been a long time, over twenty years without qualification, and each manager who came in, that was what was asked of them: get Scotland back onto the big stage. Now, Steve Clark did it in the summer. wasn't the most successful once we got there. One point out of nine, one goal out of three games. But as we said at the time, it was a young, mm. inexperienced squad who will learn. From Euro 2020 And they've shown that this autumn That they have learned from Euro 2020 They will get better They will get better together 
And it would be really interesting to see If they could get through these playoffs And get to Qatar Whether or not they could improve With the experience of having been at a major tournament Because you look at some of the nations That, that beat us last summer Croatia, Czech Republic Full of guys with 100 mm. caps 75 caps Who had been to major tournaments before And that's what we want to get this Scotland team to Full of guys with 100 caps 75 mm. caps and maybe two, three, four major tournaments under their belts. What do you make of the the job he's done, Gordon? Because for you know, so many people doubting the back three, can't believe he's sticking with this back three. But you know, sticks to his guns, and it is undeniably that that's the system for us now. I don't mm-hmm. think there's any <coughs> any question of that. He's worked his way through, capped so many players to to try and find what he wanted. He's he's not been scared to make what. On paper look like unpopular decisions But when when you look at the, the body of work he's done Since he took over um, It's it's clearly heading in a, a very good direction Oh it's heading in a great direction you've got to say And you've got to give him all the credit in the world For what he's doing um, It's it's very hard for international managers It's not like a day to day manager You've got them in there You can work morning and afternoons You know you're, you, you're just depending on you know, 10 days, two weeks to work with him every few months when the games come up. And I said about eight months eight months ago that I was a doubter of Steve Clark, but I would have stuck by him. Because a little bit like Neil, I was looking about and thinking, right, who is a perfect fit? Couldn't come up with anyone. And I just thought that you've got to give managers opportunities, Gordon. If you see something in them, you see what they're trying to do, you've got to be patient. And we had to be patient, let's be honest. And um, there was a lot of times we stood in here and watched Scotland and, you know, we were saying, you know, it's not going in the right direction. But all credit to him. He got the formation. He got personnel in. He worked with the ones and then he, he put some of them to the side that didn't think would carry us on. Look at the squad he's built. You said it there. As much as people will look at Denmark and think they weren't at their strongest, you're right, we were missing a lot of players last night But we were brilliant And even the substitutes in the bench was still strong So when everybody gets together The one thing's got to be is competition for places Roger touches on a point about You know, will the experience of the, the Euros help them If they do get to the World Cup, right? I think it's the opposite now I think it's the fact that they've been to the Euros That they're, they're striving to get because they must have enjoyed that so much. I know it was disappointing, of course it was, but I think these young lads look at this and think this is another great opportunity for a tournament. I'm going to squeeze one more in on the back of what Neil said, because Neil made some excellent points, and a name that he mentioned was Shea Adams, and he was very impressed with the way he's come in. And John in Mary Hill, I think that's a man you want to talk about as well. It is indeed. Thanks, guys, for having us on. Um, yeah, um, uh, maybe you guys be able to correct me, but... I think the, the big chaps only had maybe six or seven games uh, for Scotland. Um, it was a wee bit ropey to start, trying to feel his way. But when was the last time a Scotland team had a forward like Shea Adams? Big, strong, strapping a boy, gets his backside out, holds the ball in well. His finish was fantastic last night. His, his, his play on the front line. Uh, was outstanding. He is playing in Southampton, so he's playing in a, a quality league. But you've got to look at the centre forward. Yeah. I know all the guys were brilliant last night. And just, I'll have a second point in a wee second. Yeah, let, let's go, Shea Adams. You'll be surprised, John. It's actually 13 caps because you forget, you know, we had 
like warm up games before the Euros and, and then the Euros. So they do rack up quite quickly, but clearly still a relative newcomer to the Scotland setup. And just how good was he last night, Roger? Yeah, how good was he last night? And in Moldova on Friday night, 13 caps, four goals mm. on form for Southampton. Just scored against the reigning European champions, Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. He is a good striker. And we're actually talking off air there. It was strange the last couple of games. He didn't look as if he missed Lyndon Dykes mm-hmm. It looked as if that system In the sort of three four two one Actually suited him When he was leading the line He can link up with John McGinn And either Armstrong or Christie in behind he, he seems to especially work well with Armstrong I don't know if that's because he knows him From club level at Southampton You saw the way Armstrong fed him for the goal last night He almost put a third goal on a plate yeah. For Armstrong at the end It was a terrific I think Simon Kiel dived in And made a, a terrific block Otherwise it would have been 3-0 And one of the great Scotland goals So Che Adams deserves every bit of praise That's coming in his direction What did you make of him last night Gordon? Great I've always said uh, from day one in this studio That your front men determine where you play the game, Gordon. If you can get the ball up to them, if they can, you know, uh, link up with the, as Roger quite rightly said, the two midfield players that Christy McGinn, Gilmore was getting forward, McGregor, I'll say, I thought it was brilliant as well. Uh, See, does he go under the radar a little bit, do you think? McGregor. Because McGinn is McGinn, he's like the real mm-hmm. driving force, then Gilmore's this sort of golden boy. For the last, in fact, probably he was a, he was one of our best players at the Euros, and since then he's he's I don't think he's put a foot wrong for Scotland. Callum McGregor, he's been excellent. I think the work is a unit, Gordon. Yeah, of course, uh, young Gilmore and McGinn will get the the headlines. But I thought McGregor last night is closing down. He never gives the ball away. His positions he takes up are brilliant. He's just an intelligent footballer. But everybody fit it into that game plan last night. You've got to say. But going back to Adams. It's the compliment I can give him is when he went through in the goalkeeper, I had no doubt he was going in the back of it. That's a compliment I can mm. give a striker, a guy that just looked like he believed in what he was going to do. Is that his best game in a Scotland jersey last night? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Especially when you consider the quality of the opposition. You you look at Simon Kier plays yeah. for AC Milan. Yeah, um, Andreas Christensen plays for Chelsea. And the, the lad Vestergaard is, is, is actually was his Southampton teammate yeah. before he's moved to Brendan Rodgers Leicester. They, these are good defenders, and he gave them the run around. He could and should probably have scored earlier on when yeah. Schmeichel saved with his yeah. foot. Uh, he had a really good chance. And when you look at how he played, he got one. He could have had three in Moldova on Friday night. He got one. He could have had more last night. He, he really does now look the real deal for Scotland. Uh, John, what was your other point? Uh, the other point is I was just hearing Scott Gemmell on the news there. Um, which is very interesting. He was saying, if I picked it up right, that I think there's about five under-21 boys is took the leap into the first team. So he was saying the gap between the 21s and into the first team in Scotland is shortening. Now, that was my point, because this group of players are all very much at a great age. They're all coming through the English Premiership at a real good age. They're all maturing on the same level as that age and you've got a real strong quality of players through this Scotland squad and you were touching earlier on the show about who do you bring in, who do you drop, you bring Suter in um, you've got the big boy Ralston who's playing out his skin for Celtic who's another uh, young prospect big strapping, strong powerful boy um, which will more than do a job so th- this Scotland whole setup is is very very encouraging for another 10 to 15 years we've got real good quality boys here and they're all coming through 
at a great age I think that's what people miss They're, they're all coming through all on that level It's a great point Roger Because outfield oh, This is very quick off the top of my head Liam Cooper would be the only one in his 30s And he's only just in his 30s Yeah I think so yeah uh, You know that could easily be a, a Jack Hendry or someone Or a Scott McTominay in there Which would make that full outfield Under the age of 30 So it's it's coming together nicely Yeah I think Craig Gordon Holds up the average yeah, age To about 35 on his own But no, you're quite right I actually spoke to Liam Cooper You were at Hamden with me on Sunday Gordon And Liam Cooper made that point That you know, I think that was only his his thirteenth cap as well as Che Adams last night. I think he also won his thirteenth cap. But he's been in the squad. He's been around the squad now for three, four, five years. He's picked up a lot of experience. He's got a lot of experience in the Premier League as captain of Leeds United, and he feels that almost as an elder statesman, even though he's just turned thirty, that he can help the Pattersons and the Gilmers and the Tumbles and guys like that. When they're in the camp And there is He used the word Brotherhood He feels there's a brotherhood Among the players uh, a, a sort of mentality That's been forged By Steve Clark. I don't see too many changes I know Jacob Brown Came into the squad Tony Rowson Came into the mm-hmm. squad After Nathan Patterson's suspension Suter. John Suter He only really brings players in When he needs to bring players yeah. in When there's suspensions There's injuries There's illnesses And I just think it's great The way this squad Is bonded together some great points, John. Thank you for sharing them tonight. 01419511025. What's on your mind? Before we take any more calls, that's something really important I want to discuss with you. Cash for Kids, Mission Christmas. I mean, first of all, I can't believe it's that time of the year. Gordon DL will go to his usual routine of not putting a Christmas tree up and not sending any cards, but it is that time of the year. And as we know, Christmas this year. It's going to be particularly tough for a lot of local families due to the pandemic. Those who were just above managing to get by beforehand have now been tipped further into poverty or have even reached crisis point. And that's where you can make a difference this year by supporting Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. Now, to hear exactly what type of difference your money can make, let's hear from Joan. Uh, Joan speaking on behalf of North United Communities. They're based in the north of the city and offer a range of activities for the whole family. Joan explains the difference that your donations can make. If you can donate just the littlest amount, that makes a difference. It puts something on the table for those families. It helps towards something if it's a small gift. You could be the Santa Claus for those children. Christmas is supposed to be a special time for people and it doesn't feel very special for most people that we have got in contact with just now. Not because they don't want it, because they simply can't afford it. I've been waxing lyrical about some of Scotland's stats in the first couple of parts of the show. Here's a stat I do not like one bit at all. In some parts of Glasgow in the West, as many as one in two children live in poverty One in two Absolutely uh, disgraceful actually uh, We can't always make it a magical day But with your help we can make it a different day For thousands of kids across Glasgow and the West That's Cash for Kids Mission Christmas The J&D Pierce Structural Steelwork Fabrication And Construction We guarantee 100% of the funds raised Go straight back to those families who need it most And for all the details on how you can help Go to Clyde1.com forward slash mission 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Roger Hanna are here There's positivity in the air We don't see that too often on Clyde One Super Scoreboard But everyone clearly impressed with Scotland's performance and result last night A result which means we finish on 23 points from 10 games Second place is secured As is a home playoff in March So we'll perhaps turn our attentions forward a bit later on in the show Look at who we could get and who you would like to get And how you think it'll play out uh, But clearly lots of people still 
Wanting to wax lyrical about what they witnessed last night So let's go back to the phones We'll bring in David uh, Were you at the game last night, David? Unfortunately, I couldn't make it But it was actually my kids' first Scotland game oh, um, So they were in, in the stadium And they both play football They're 10 and 13 So you're hopeful that rubs off in them uh, The reason I called actually a first-time caller Is Roger mentioned a game earlier on the, the, the Spain 3-1 game I was actually a ball boy at that game <laughs> I was at Hamden for a couple of years as a ball boy with Queen's Park uh, in Scotland and I remember that game uh, like it was yesterday and the effect that it had on me and I suppose that was my abiding memory after last night is I hope that rubs off on the kids being there and seeing that you know the fact that they're playing football and you know taking a bit of inspiration from it because it was a fantastic performance absolutely different class Well the the kids must have been besides themselves with excitement after that last night David well, do you know, when your oldest is 13 and you can imagine my text message conversation with a 13 yeah. like usually, and it's usually good and okay and messages back, but last night you could just tell that he was absolutely buzzing, you know, so a really, really fantastic night and delighted that, that they managed to get along. That's it, Roger, that's it in a nutshell. Football, you know, of course we get obsessed with you know, winning the game or winning a group or winning trophies or whatever it may be, but you're talking about a nation that quite frankly had... Falling out of love with the national team to, to an extent, and and that that's back even if the playoffs don't properly go to plan. Again, it was a sold out Hamden last night for the second qualifier in a row. Don't do that very often. You've now got a generation of kids that believe we can maybe get to tournaments. Yeah, that, there was a degree of apathy followed the Scotland national team for for far too many years. Um, there'll be, you know, a, a generation of youngsters. Hadn't seen Scotland in a major finals, you know, there no major finals from 1998 to 2021. Um, and I think under Steve Clark, when Scotland qualified that, that night in Belgrade just over a year ago, that sort of forged a bond, if you like, between a new generation of fans and the team. They, they had a team they could be proud of, they had a team they were interested in, they had a team they could follow to a major final, they had a team they could go and fill Hamden to support. And that bond has only been strengthened by this campaign and by that resultant performance last night. And I don't know when the tickets go on sale for the playoff, but they will go in a matter of minutes, I would imagine. I mean, Gordon, Nathan Patterson, Billy Gilmore, they weren't born for France 98, not even close. So they're not scarred by all this stuff, you know, all this, the years of it. They'll have caught the, the tail end. Um, so there's that side of it, the, the psychological side, but we're also just a team. Packed full of good players at the moment, aren't we? Uh, a squad packed to full good yeah. players because you could argue with the uh, the bench and who's not coming on and why is he not getting so many minutes um, when we're you know comfortable or we need something else on the pitch. I just think he's built a really really strong squad. I think there's a good mixture in there. Um, it's a young squad. We've touched on that tonight. We've got one or two experienced boys about the camp, which I think is always good to have. Uh, but it's a bond I think they've got between them I think that's where Steve Clark Any any player, Gordon, even in my day will tell you When somebody asks you what made the good team It was a good dressing room It was a good bond that you had Run about the hotel Everybody got on well The chats Sitting in the team bus Talking, going to the games Rather than just sitting with music on And ignoring each other I think Scotland players mm. just now as a squad Have got that togetherness And David... There are no shortage of role models in that team For your youngsters Who are the ones that impressed you last night? I mean, I mean it's, it's so hard to pick out one player They were just 
outstanding. I know John McGinn gets applauded, but I mean, he's an animal. He was like 86 minutes and we're under pressure in our box and he runs a full length of the pitch on the right-hand side and then crosses the ball in for what could potentially have been a third. Shea Adams gave them all sorts of problems on his own and lasted the full 90 minutes. You know, really getting his body on the line and allowing the midfield to get forward and, and holding the ball up and just keeping possession. The defence were excellent. I think Suter must have headed about 400 balls out of that box last night. But they were just just to a man. They were just different class. And it's it's so good to see us. We always used to say, well, other teams are technically better than us. But last night, in, in really small spaces, really technical, moving the ball quickly, keeping possession, it was just a joy to watch. That's a great point. Because I've also, at times, Roger, felt that we're physically inferior sometimes to to, to certain nations not not when you've got John McGinn around Yeah and there was a great moment as well Just in front of the dugout I think Andreas Cornelius Who looks about 6 foot 4 yes, tall And about 4 absolutely. foot 6 wide Was challenged by Billy Gilmer And Billy Gilmer was not backing down mm. In any way shape or form And that's sort of summed up the Scotland performance For me if you like that There was determination There was desire But there was that great technique as well And we're no longer inferior Mm. in technical terms We've got players like McGinn and Gilmer As Dad says, Callum McGregor outstanding again Christie back in the team last night You know, we've got Andy Robertson We've got, I know he was out out with illness McTominay, Tierney Real top quality players now in the team And we don't need to go into these playoffs With any type of inferiority complex, Gordon How good is John McGinn, Gordon? Because David and I, you know, have mentioned the the physicality He is a bull Even late in the game He's charging past people But Then when he Does that run At the end of the game He's then Got the quality To to float that lovely ball You know Over to the back post He he, he played the, a nice one uh, Was that for Billy Gilmore To cross for Shea Adams In the first half uh, He had the For the offside goal That nice dinked pass Into Shea Adams as well So he does all this Physical stuff and, and then shows that he's A very good footballer as well This is how good he is for me Gordon I remember when he came on the scene At St Mirren's a young boy And I thought He'll go Far in this game He had everything in his locker He's going to Hibs He's going to Aston Villa I watched it I watched him last night And he took me back to Robertson Who Went Dundee United Hull And then went to Liverpool And look at the The player he is now At a massive club I think McGinn Just now Is too big for Aston I think he's too good for Aston Villa I'm I'm giving him every credit I just think They've got a new manager though I don't know if you've Yeah I know Listen I'm not talking about new manager Somebody used to be a midfielder as well Yeah Yeah I think so I'll need to check that but he was absolutely brilliant. He's got everything. He's got absolutely everything. Yeah, I, I'm not sure it's... I don't think we need to put anyone out as being more important than the others, Roger. The beauty of this team is this, the sum of their parts as well. They're outstanding players and they, they come together. But is is he the one that provides that real driving force You know, in terms of that? You know, the cliches that you hear about games by the scruff of the neck, that sort of thing. Yeah, listen, he's an important player and I think McGregor is too. They've got slightly more experience than, you know, maybe the Gilmers and the Patterson and some guys like that. But he does take games by the scruff of the neck and it was interesting listening to Steve Clark at the weekend, you know. Steve said one of the things he noticed earlier on was if you play him again in that slightly more advanced position, he gets you up the pitch. He links the play better. You know, you could easily have... Another manager might just have said Right well sit him in there deep with Callum McGregor Because he'll do a job in there And he probably would have done a job in there Gordon But Steve Clark identified it early That if you have I think it was originally Callum McGregor and Ryan Jack On the road to the Euros Now it's Callum McGregor and Billy Gilmore On the road to the World Cup With McGinn on one That's his best position And I think We mentioned Che Adams earlier on 
I think Adams looks better When McGinn's yeah. in that position David and his family Are for the big occasion David was a ball boy At the Spain game His kids went for the first time Last night So hopefully you all enjoyed it Thank you David Beat the pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Only thing that could improve My mood after last night Is a Gordon DL Howler On Beat the Pundit If you fancy being on the winning side of that 01419511025 Lines close at 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 If you want to join them And no prizes for guessing the topic of conversation tonight It's Scotland's stunning win against Denmark last night We have... I think we've covered a few talking points from the performance But I'm sure we've missed some that you can tell us all about And of course we can look forward to the playoffs How well set up are we? How bright is the future? What do you make of the playoff equation at the moment? Keep the calls coming in, we'll do this first Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Beat the pundit time Roger Hanna As always Starts on minus one What's your form like At the moment Are you uh, The last seven I've played I've won six And I won six two On did Thursday you? Oh you did But you did oh, Actually that That reminds me uh, Beat the pundit's Not just a You know a, a novelty act Midway through the show Roger Hanna It's serious business And it travels far and wide Since mm. we're talking about Scotland I got a message Last Thursday evening um, I'm sure he won't mind me Sharing this from Scotland international striker Lawrence Shankland Now he's obviously out playing his football in Belgium yeah. And he said that he was out for dinner on his own Poor Lawrence That's mm. what you do when you, you move country to play elsewhere You've not got a he bird was, He was out for, well, <laughs> I think he does for what it's worth But she just lives here um, So he was out for dinner on his own And mm-hmm. he had his headphones in Listening to Clyde One Super Scoreboard And he was enjoying Beat the Pundit And he was enjoying your, your run Because you were in great form ah. And then of course it got to the last question ah, right. Which was name any player that Celtic have on loan this season And you said Laxal Diego Laxal At which point poor Lawrence spits <laughs> his dinner out Starts laughing in the full restaurants Looking at him as if to say Who is this guy sitting on his own Laughing at himself eating dinner And it's all your fault You and Diego Laxalt's fault An unlikely duo I think you would admit Well look If the lad's out there sitting himself I've got a bit of entertainment to him I'm delighted And I hope he's doing well In front of a full restaurant Anyway let's bring in Paul um, Who's on the line tonight Hi Paul Hi there How's it going you okay? Uh, well, I was going okay until I heard um, Roger Hanna's record. I nearly hung up the phone. Ah, yeah. Listen, you don't. You, I'll, I'll be honest. You, do, you just don't want. You don't want it to be heads. He starts on minus one, though. To give you a bit of an extra chance, he does start on on a minus one. Um, but if it's tails, you've got Gordon Deal who thinks Diego Laxalt's on loan at Celtic, mm. so you're fine. Uh, heads, it will yeah. be Roger. Tails, it's Gordon. Oh, sorry, sorry, Paul. Bad news. It's a heads. So you're up against Roger. But remember, all of us. He does start on minus on. one. No, he starts on minus one. You've got a chance. Uh, let's give Roger some clay two to listen to. No, that's not going to do it. That one, Roger. That's us. He's given us the thumbs up now. Uh, Thirty seconds on the clock, Paul. Answer as many questions right as you can. And this is what he'll do. So if you're going to copy his habit, if you don't know, just pass quickly, and we'll move on. Okay. Yes, thank you. Right. Thirty seconds starts. Now name any player who featured in all 10 of Scotland's qualifying games Callum McGregor Who is Celtic's top scorer in the Europa League this season? David Turnbull 
Who's the most recent Rangers player oh. to score for Scotland men's team? Pass. Hearts player Ben Woodburn is on loan from which English top flight side? Arsenal. I don't believe this. Lauren Shanklin now plays for a team in which European country? <laughs> oh my. Oh, pass. Take oh, your, no, take take your Come on, listen. Lauren, just guess a country. You don't need to pass the last one. Where might um, they play? Italy. Right, okay. Let's bring Roger oh, Hannah. You should, you should have passed. Uh, let's bring know, back. Oh, no, let's bring back uh, Roger Hannah. Roger, can you hear us? I just keep pressing the wrong buttons. Roger, can you hear us now? No, I'll need to get producer Chris to come and press the right button. There we go. He's shaking his head at me. Uh, Roger, you can hear us now. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was lost in Stevie Winwood there. Uh, Thirty seconds. Yeah. Same set of questions to you, and your time starts. Now, name any player who featured in all 10 of Scotland's qualifying games. Robertson. Who is Celtic's top scorer in the Europa League this season? Jota. Who was the most recent Rangers player to score for the Scotland men's team? Patterson. Hearts player Ben Woodburn is on loan from which English top flight side? Liverpool. Lauren Shanklin now plays for a team in which country? Belgium. Should have checked the questions Name the only Scottish Top flight side Yet to win A home game this season Ross County Honestly Lauren Shankland Lauren Shankland And Paul still didn't get it For what it's worth yeah. He was hanging on the phone The full time Your, your minus one Would have got your draw Oh Paul <laughs> It's a tough school isn't it It is I've got to go the next week One of the next day Do you know the thing is as well Paul was telling producer Chris That he hasn't played before And he usually plays along With all his workmates At a certain restaurant And I don't know Paul Will I, will I say where it is Or are you going to try yeah. And stay anonymous no, after no, that I'm, No I'm definitely not anonymous I'm, I'll take my, my, my loss this time Oh you can do it then Give yeah, your workmates a shout out It's the Steam Wheeler restaurant In Glasgow You'll be sorry so. you said that Paul Because I know No 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 not, not because of that Because no, DL will be in Looking for a free <laughs> yeah. portion of chips Over the weekend Paul uh, Right anyway <laughs> The players who featured in all 10 of Scotland's game You had the choice Tierney, Robertson, McGregor So you, you both got At least you got one Paul That's always a good mm-hmm. start uh, Celtic's top scorer in the Europa League Fiora It's Kyogo You both got it wrong I'm amazed at that I David surpri- Turnbull Surprised uh, you, you went that. Jota uh, The most recent Rangers player to score for Scotland men's team Is Nathan Patterson uh, so Roger gets that You're level now if you like yep. That's the minus one wiped out Ben Woodburn is in loan from Liverpool Roger goes one in front mm. Lauren Shankland plays in Belgium mm. uh, See that's that is, I'm going to actually take that personally Paul It just shows that nobody's <laughs> listening to what I'm saying Even two minutes before we start I think there's a table need clear Paul And number 14 And the only Scottish top flight side Yet to win a home game is Ross County 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 for Roger Takeaway is 1 four. takes him to 4 But it was still a 1 for Paul Which means you've been well beaten Paul Hardlines Certainly, certainly have But I appreciate that, I appreciate it anyway guys Do you Do you <laughs> He'll put something in your dinner If you go there oh, you can Oh I'm in there, I don't care You're in trouble Oh I'm in there, Paul will Think look so? after Oh yeah yeah. You must have a list of places that you just go to try and take advantage of people that you know to, to get you discounts and so I, on. I, I think I think that's very uh, disrespectful. No, I don't. I don't go out much, Gordon. I'm very homebird. Speaking of which, did you hear the latest? Go for it. He, you got to tell. You got to tell everybody this. He fears he's been. In fact, I, I'm trying to. I want to put this in the right way. I don't want to steal your thunder. Do not change it. Don't change the word. Tell Roger. What you said has been done to you Don't correct it Because I've yeah, corrected no, no. you but uh, Right okay I, I was fish hooked 
Fish hooked. <laughs> Whatever that was. What is it? Fish hooked. Do you know what he means, Roger? Can you interpret? I, I, I can't even. No, I can't. No, even he doesn't begin. even know. I, I told you. I, I, I'm still reeling from the story of him falling over on the golf course. And we'll get to that later on. So he, he gets in my car today. He's very concerned. He says, "I think I've been. I think I've been fish hooked." <laughs> now to the kids. Is that that's a fishing scam. No, no. To the mm. kids, that's catfished. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he thinks he's been fish hooked because a, a a lady from Sweden, apparently from Sweden, uh-huh. has added him on some social networking site, and he's a bit worried because she doesn't have any followers and she's not posted very much. She wants my WhatsApp she, number. She wants his bank details and his WhatsApp number, and he thinks <laughs> well, she doesn't want my bank he details. He thinks he's been uh, fish hooked. I, I know you've never been to B and Q. Have you ever been to IKEA? <laughs> I, listen, I don't know how this uh, works, Roger. I'm just a bit cured I was asking for a bit of advice That's all I was asking for Trust me The red flags are all there All there No no followers Very few posts Why would anyone from Sweden Want to get in touch with you Maybe just like my my photographs And she she plays golf She put a nice wee golf one Hold on Maybe she wants This is where you're missing the point Maybe wants a wee link up She does not play golf She is A a 60 year old guy In a basement in Paisley pretending to be from <laughs> Stockholm Like that's the way That's the way fish hooking well, works Well he's looking good <laughs> Anyway before we get ourselves in any other trouble uh, Let's let's move on What about this playoff picture Then Roger Sensationally we have the second best record of the runners up We've done brilliantly It does give us a home uh, playoff at Hamden What does the picture look like? Um, it looks a lot better than it would have looked Had we not won the game last night um, It means we avoid Italy Reigning champions of Europe We avoid Portugal The previous champions of Europe We avoid Russia I think in all likelihood Gordon I know there's still games To be played tonight We're just watching Wales And Belgium warming up For their game in Cardiff In all likelihood We'll probably avoid Sweden as well And if Belgium Get a positive result Sorry If Wales get a positive result Against Belgium We'll probably avoid them too um, There are still Awkward teams there The Czech Republic Who won at Hamden In the summer Being front and centre there Poland With Robert Lewandowski would be another potential Turkey would be another But then you could have No disrespect to them North Macedonia Maybe Finland as well So the, the, there are options there yeah, That I mean, are far more palatable yeah. than Portugal or Italy Yeah I, I don't like to do this It just kind of sets you up for a fall But ultimately Gordon Everyone will have a wish list We are mm-hmm. going to be at home At home to North Macedonia At home to Finland Would that be... The, the best possible scenarios at, at this stage for the semi-final Oh without a shadow of a doubt Let, Let's not get uh, carried away here We had a terrific performance But the, I'm not going to say the easiest game But there's there's no easy games when you get to semi-finals Because pressure comes on you as well Gordon But the way we played last night <clears throat> I'd fancy most of them If we go and play with the same confidence The same freedom mm. With a little bit of luck Then these teams We'll be looking at Scotland thinking We don't want to go to Hamden We want to avoid them But of course we would take one of the weakest countries uh, Time to lash out and claim that the world's against us And it's all unfair Roger Just like I was doing last night about the bookings Which incredibly Not only did we win last night None of them got booked yeah. uh, Which is quite something It does just show you how hard it is For a, a team from Europe to get to the World Cup I think UEFA has 54 member nations And 13 places Yeah in the World Cup You look at these The 12 teams That are going to be in the playoffs Only 3 of them Are going to go to the finals And at the moment it, That includes Italy It includes Portugal It may well include the Netherlands So Of course we hope we get there But it's a It's a very difficult ask It's It's, it's 
it's set up for um, for for teams to find it really really tough yeah, compared to other parts have, of the world. You have to remember though, we were in the third pot of seeds when the draw was made. Yeah. We, we weren't even expected to get this far. So once again, we've got to a playoff and and think of those playoffs, Gordon, a year ago. We had a home tie then against Israel. We got through it. We're then sent to an away tie against Serbia in Belgrade. Now, I don't think too many of us really expected Scotland to get through that tie. We hoped Scotland would get through that tie. I don't think we expected them to. And they did. We needed penalties. We needed David Marshall. We needed Ryan Christie. We needed everything. But we got through it. And I think Steve Clark will use that when he speaks to the players. Another home tie. And then, listen, lads. Go and take your chances yeah. Because you're good enough now To go and take your chances Wherever you might be sent If you qualify for a final Let's speak to Archie Archie what did you make of last night? Yeah it was a good game last night I don't usually go and see Scotland But uh, thoroughly entertaining And it was nice to see these Premier League players They played for the English teams And English Premiership Actually turned up for a change And they played well I thought Shea Adams was the Was the player of the match It was fantastic Should have got a hat-trick but I, I'm just thinking back, guys. See, when the draw was made for this World Cup, mm-hmm. I thought Scotland would win that group. I really thought Scotland could win the group. Because uh, I know Denmark are classed as a good team, but the players we have in the squad, if they all turn up like they did last night, it was just a pity them first games we drew with Israel and Austria, when we drew with them to, I don't know how we drew with them, we should have beat them. That's what's cost us. I think that's what's cost us winning the group. They really do. Yeah, but they could always rely on the show for a dose of reality. A bit of disappointment that we didn't win the group. Um, but do you know what, though, Gordon? The, to look back at those early games again, is, is this a credit to Stevie Clark? The whole country panics, and we are we can be very knee jerk and very negative. And after those first two games, people were talking about our hopes being over, and mm-hmm. you know the manager wasn't the right man, and and all that. And, and he's always so calm. And he said, I think last night or before the game. He always knew teams would take points off each other He always knew that that start was okay And who was right? Well him and, and not most of us He seems to have this Steve Clark. Uh, even when we'll, you watch him in the dugout Gordon he's very calm He knows what he's doing He's trying to get his messages over He believed in the, the team He believed in the squad I know <clears throat> I know. looking at that performance last night You think oh we should have beat X, Y and Z And we could have won the group But you were coming up against a Denmark team that had scored 30 goals And only lost three in the campaign They were going for 10 and out of 10, 10, only, out the, of 10. only the third team to do so Yeah Ever And two of them were last night So to say that consistency was incredible from Denmark They have got quality players They can argue back as well as as much as we can That Look at the players that was missing for them last night But I thought the performance was great I'm happy that I'm over the moon with that Home tie at Hamden We'll take our chances I like the way Archie says You know These English Premier League players They turned up for a change I'll put a bit more of a Sort of positive spin on it Roger Since 98 All the soul searching That we've done We've gone through Different phases You know It's either the problem of Grassroots football It's the problem of youth football The manager will get it in the neck And then we got to various phases Where people would kind of Shrug their shoulders and say What do you expect? We don't have good enough players and now that could not be further from the truth. Yeah, absolutely. And we've not only got good players, we've got good players playing at a good level. They've got good players playing with good players day in, day out at their clubs. You look at Robertson at Liverpool. You look at Gilmer, who was at Chelsea and is now at Norwich and Lone. McTominay at Manchester United. Tierney at Arsenal. McGinn at Aston Villa. Adams at Southampton. They're all playing each week 
with good players and against good players. And that can only bring their level up as well. So we probably shouldn't be surprised that they're now performing so well when they come up the road. But it's also nice to see the lad from Motherwell and the two lads from Hearts playing their, con- you know, making a mm-hmm. contribution. We had Kevin Nisbet of Hibs off the bench. We had Lewis Ferguson of Aberdeen on the bench. So there's there's a good spread of players. Xander Clark from St Johnson, your neighbour, on the bench as well. So good spread of players, good spread of clubs. And the good thing is they come together and work so well together. I appreciate, Archie, this is a difficult question without knowing what the draw is going to be. But do you get the feeling that the Scotland team can go into that without fear and, and ultimately can reach the World Cup? I think they'll win the first semi-final game, definitely. Get a hand in. They shouldn't fear anybody at hand in, really. I'm taking back to Roger there. You see Denmark only letting three goals. Scotland's only letting seven. Yeah, good point. So, but what I would say, yeah, I think we'll win the first one, the semi-final, the first game, yeah. And this, we've got a bit of luck, hopefully, like we did in Serbia, we might get through. I'd like to see them qualifying because the manager said, I certainly like the manager, he's done well. I didn't, I was like a few other people, I thought, oh well, we'll see how he does, but very surprised he's done so well, so good luck to him. Yeah, fingers crossed we get a favourable draw as well. Milo makes a great point, though, better hope we don't get Sweden or Stevie Clark might get fish hooked. <laughs> Taking your calls on Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Time for a full time teaser We've got loads more time to take more of your calls as well We've got Ross and John standing by We'll speak to both of them Roger, never before are you, You're going to have to help Gordon DL out like never before here oh. right, I'm just going to read the question just to him right, And, and then see what we come up with first Um can you name the last 10 Scotland internationals to score against a former Soviet Union nation? Scot- last 10? Yeah. Uh, so you need to figure out which nations are former Soviet Union nations first. Okay, and, and then try and, and come up with who scored against them. Roger? Alan McCoy. No. Um, Billy Dodds? No. So must... Be closer They're all some sort of 98, 2000 onwards then Yeah they're, I mean they're, they're, Most of them are pretty recently Because oh, right, okay. I'll be honest with you right The Crazy Pony has given you a little clue to start off He says Moldova are one of 16 modern day countries yeah. Who have been part of the former uh, uh, Soviet Union So Okay okay Well Jay well, Adams uh, He didn't score against Moldova did he? Yeah, he scored a second goal uh, Alright oh, right, sorry I'm thinking the home game Yeah yeah Because he's got Right that's not the name that's on this Patterson I think this question was sent before the other night So before well, that Lyndon Dykes Lyndon Dykes, right, okay, mm-hmm. fair enough Any more? Uh, I mean, we've played uh, loads of them over, yeah. over the years uh, John McGinn? Yes, Russia yeah. And Kazakhstan Kazakhstan was mm-hmm. the one I was thinking of, certainly um, Who else scored against Kazakhstan? I'm going to go for Charlie McGrew Yes which ex-Soviet nation did he score against? I have against? no idea Estonia in 2013 It's only because you told me a story I put his name in Who did we play more times than you'd care to remember Over the kind of mid-2000s? Lithuania? Yes Kenny Miller? He is on the list uh, Actually Ukraine he scored against as well So that oh, might give you another clue Lee, okay. Lee McCullough Yes, alright we'll leave it there We'll see how you get on I want to just squeeze more calls in We'll just leave that bubbling away in the background John is up first, John. What did you make of last night? Uh, evening, uh, Hi, Gordon, Gordon, Roger. Uh, quickly before I go into that, uh, my condolences to Bertie Old and his family for his passing. Uh, 
he came up to see my uncle, and my uncle was really no well in hospital, and meant so much to him to meet a, a lesbian lying at the side of his bed a few years ago, and it just meant so much. And it was that was the man or the man yeah. where the old was. Yeah, well said, John. But, Been some brilliant stories over the last couple of days, I must say. Um, yeah, thanks for sharing that, and I bet that meant the world to your uncle as well. Yeah, sadly, my uncle passed away a few years ago, but I was at that time. That was just that was to go to his and do that was just phenomenal. But uh, yeah, but I'll leave it at that and I'll go on to my point. Uh, I, I, I phoned up you know, about, uh, after the England game and I thought, this is your golden generation of players and it is. And I think maybe after Euros we had a wee bit of hangover for the qualifying after Euros, but we've, we've got it together now. And those times where you think we're missing, we're probably a striker away from being a good squad, a centre half away from being a good squad, a right back. We've got two players who have position in that and uh, it's about times when Scotland can even sell uh, half a hand in out now and I think when the, the playoff uh, the tickets go on sale I reckon it'd be hard, easier to get a ticket for Oasis if we played hand in than get a ticket if Scotland uh, play at Hamden and I was just over the moon I work over at Hamden so I see the, the Tartan Army they've followed them through thick and thin and they come in my work before the game and they're never downhearted they're always upbeat and this is for them that they're the ones that have followed Scotland for 20, 25 years through the dark times and now they're experiencing it travelling all around the world probably sharing tent of rooms stuff like that but for me it's a good feeling to be a Scottish fan for the last couple of years and Steve Clark's brought that mm-hmm. back yeah certainly and on that Roger is it, it's funny how quickly squads can evolve and it's happening before your eyes and you, you don't maybe Realise it at the time Because as John mentions These so-called problem positions We're not struggling at centre-back anymore We've got Stephen O'Donnell Who played last night And add that to his List of games They win in Austria The game against England The Serbia game You know for all this debate And I'm sure Nathan Patterson Will get loads of Scotland caps And he deserves them And he's wonderful Stephen O'Donnell again shown last night that he can he can go in and barely put a foot wrong. Maybe it's time that we stop that hysteria the next time he's in a squad or the next time that he plays a game. Um, and are we short on strikers? Not anymore, we're not. Yeah, it's really interesting. Nice. England qualified last night for the finals with that 10-0 win in San Marino. I saw somewhere online today um, England fans were being invited to pick their squad for Qatar. And I thought, oh, oh I wonder what the Scotland squad would be for, for Qatar if we were, if we were to qualify. And Steve Clark better hope he gets 26 spaces rather than going back to 23 because if he's going to go back to 23 for a World Cup Finals, he'll have his work cut out picking 23. That's how many players are now there in the Scotland squad and contributing to the Scotland squad. I, th- I think you look at Scotland a while back, Gordon, you probably pick your eight, nine starters yeah. and then think, right, who will fill in the, 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 the gaps? You look at that squad just now You look at the performances And they didn't have a bad performance last night um, You know, from the goalkeeper The back three were excellent Stephen Adon must come in for a great mention Because we know that everybody favours uh, Patterson at times I thought Stephen O'Donnell last night Once again, never lets our country down Brilliant From the left back I said it earlier I thought McGregor in the middle of the park Outstanding, up front even the guys that come on, subs, you know, they bought right into everything. He's got a good good squad there. He's got good squad at a good age. Uh, they're desperate to get to another tournament. You can see that in the guys. They're desperate to do that. 
And I just hope that they keep performing the way they are because, as the caller said there, you could sell Hamden out three, four times for an ex-international game. I'll tell you what it does. Ryan Fraser's picked the wrong week to pull out a Scotland squad and then go and train with his club because he might find it's a very, very long wait to get back into this Scotland squad now. Yeah, Stevie Clark didn't seem too impressed by that, did he? No, he didn't. Um, I think Stevie Clark may well move on because if he's going with this 3 4 2 1, look at the options he's got for the two behind the striker he's got John McGinn, Stuart Armstrong, and Ryan Christie, who have fulfilled those, those roles mm. in the last few days. He's got David Turnbull who could push in there. He's got James Fawness coming back from injury. He's got Jacob Brown who's come into the squad and impressed for the first time. So as I say, it could be a long way back for Ryan Fraser. How do you pick a standout last night, John, when they were all so good? Uh, I, I call and mentioned that earlier on, Che uh, Adams, uh, he's just been missing that, the goals that comes with his game and he's got that in the last couple of games and he could have had a hat-trick last night, he could have had a hat-trick against Moldova. And he's starting to grow into that. And now we've got two strikers that are scoring goals and winning games. So, I mean, we didn't, we've not had that in a while. We've been relying on, say, John McGinn for scoring goals and goals for other parts of the, uh, the team. But for me, Che Adams is a couple of years ago when he came in, I, I, he was an unknown. I didn't know who he was. And this could happen to Jacob Brown as well. Because, but I'm I'm happy for Che Adams last night. Everybody played well to a man, but. He 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 ran the line and he, he, he was always he's always in the right place and just been un- unlucky with his finishing at the time. But for me, we've won a watch him and the team. Now the goals will start coming and he's playing at a high level in the Premiership and he's holding his own. As somebody said, scored against Chelsea the other week and I reckon with that and we've got him London Knights and other ones that are sniffing about striker wise. But in general, every, everybody's played well last night. They played in. The last couple of games, that's been the thing. We're looking like a team now, rather than we've got individual great players. We're looking like a great team now. Yeah, it's a good point. And I mean, on that goal-scoring chart, Roger, this is not as important as getting to tournaments and so on, but individually, John McGinn won't be far from breaking into the top 10 all-time Scotland yeah, scorers. he's got 11 goals and 40-odd um, caps. You only need to get to 13 to get into the top yeah, 10. He's got a lot of internationals left. I mean, even Lyndon Dykes, Shea Adams, if they continue the way they're going, you're looking at a real contribution in, in becoming you know, fairly high up on that list. Yeah, very much. So listen, to what am I going to say? This isn't a criticism. This is a compliment of Lyndon Dykes. Lyndon Dykes is a championship striker who gives his all. He has made the very best of his ability. Um, Steve Clark loves him. Steve Clark, they had to talk him out of going in the flight to Moldova to support the team. When he was missing from the game last Friday That's how much it all means to Lyndon Dykes And how much he's bought into it But Che Adams is a Premiership striker He looks like a Premiership striker And going forward He will be invaluable to this Scotland side I, d- I don't think you can argue with that Roger But where I think the plus is Adams last night was brilliant His link up play was brilliant His touch, everything But as a centre forward Gordon It's so important you get goals yeah. And he got that last night And that'll do him the world of good Because he Everything else is quality about him Thank you John What about Ross in Durham Chapel then Ross What's your main feeling after that last night? I think we can Possibly go on to make the World Cup The way we were playing last night Was just phenomenal Like I was born in 1998 So I wasn't even alive for the last World Cup So to see Scotland make the Euros And potentially go to World Cup next year It's just Something I don't think I'll get to see in my life 
my lifetime again if it does happen. I mean, so that's it, Ross. To put it in perspective, then, if you're born '98, that that's the best Scotland performance you've seen last night. I would imagine. Uh I would say it as you, because um, you've got players like John Suter that were brilliant last night. Um, for a centre back to score score a goal, that's very rarely seen. So, for him to score a goal for his country, mm-hmm. they help us like get seeded into the. Playoffs, I think it's just amazing. Absolutely, and uh, Roger, I did say an unofficial quest to get round and make sure everybody got a mention. So we've certainly mentioned John Souter. I'm trying to think of ones that, that maybe haven't. Let's take Kieran Tierney, for instance. Plays in all ten games as part of a back three, which is I'm not saying it's alien, but it's not as, it's not as absolute normal position. So he's technically, you know, getting asked to play out of position to an extent. Ten games, and whilst everyone's Whinging about how unfair the booking system is He was never on the tightrope Never booked yeah. in any of the 10 games Always there How can you not get booked playing that aggressively The way he does Always contributing Whether that's going forward And creating chances Linking up with Andy Robertson Or that challenge uh, To stop the penalty rebound yeah. Going in the other night He's now at a level where somehow He's not getting talked about Because you just expect it from him Yeah um, Kieran Tierney was a terrific player at Celtic Fantastic player Won everything there was to be won at Celtic And, and got his big money moved down south um, I think he has improved immeasurably Since he went to <coughs> Arsenal I watched last night There was a, a lovely Beautifully observed minute silence Before the game for Bertie Old and Walter Smith and, and the camera panned across the Scotland team And I was struck actually by The size of Kieran Tierney I've, I've interviewed Kieran Tierney mm. He was a very young man coming into the Celtic team And I saw him last night And he's growing Physically, he looks stronger, he looks bigger, he's possibly even quicker than he was when he was at Celtic and he's turned into an international class defender equally at home as a left-sided centre-back where he's played for the majority of the campaign or the left wing-back role that he moved into when Andy Robertson went off, in, went off injured yesterday. He is a key player. Does mention John McGinn going and playing at a higher level. Kieran Tierney, and I know he plays for Arsenal who are a very big club in the English Premier League Kieran Tierney still got a move in him That's how good Kieran Tierney is And if you don't believe it Go on to whatever channel you want And look as you say Gordon At his reaction to Craig Gordon's penalty save in Chisinau On Friday evening The reaction was just as important as the save mm. It was terrific Gordon we asked at the top of the show How good was it last night We mm. know it was good But how good was it? Ross is what 23 or thereabouts Ross yeah. Yeah, 23 Ross is 23 He is a relatively young man But he's not that young And that's that's the best Scotland performance he's ever seen Last night So for a full generation of fans, Gordon That's how good it was Yeah, and we've had callers on here Talking about it was their first time in Hamden To watch Scotland, Gordon And they'll certainly be desperate to go back Especially with that performance Roger went back to the Douglas in the Spain I was at that game as well And they'll never ever forget it um, and for the young fans um, coming on here and saying look I wasn't even born to witness that last night because that was a team performance it really was everything that happened last mm. night was perfect for Scotland even when they went under a cosh they were still controlled they get back on top of Denmark and the second goal just up was icing on the cake for them Thank you Ross, it was nice to speak to you tonight That was Ross in Durham Chapel Who are the last 10 Scotland internationals 
To score against a former Soviet Union nation Lyndon Dykes against Moldova uh, I did say I think this question is like Maybe f- four days old Or something So it didn't include the, the Patterson and Adams right But John McGinn, Charlie Mulgrew Lee McCulloch, Kenny Miller If you're involved in this question One of the answers must be Faddy Well it, it is one of the answers But I'm not involved I mean uh, the, mm. the pony sends them in I just read them out But yeah James McFadden I'm trying to think by Chris Boyd No actually Apparently not Four to Ryan get Christie be one uh, No Four to get We'll get them next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Plenty more to be said On last night's game Before we leave you this evening Quickly on this teaser Then any more Of the last ten Scotland internationals To score against A former Soviet Union nation What about Craig Beatty? Uh, no, actually, so it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't go quite far up back. You see, I remember Craig scoring. Like, I think it was Georgia, Georgia. scored against that Hamden late goal. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Though, I'm looking at the fixtures or, or, or the names. He must have been off by a, a couple of months. Trying to think that like Ukraine game. Who? Christian Daly. Uh, no, so you've got all the Ukraine was McFadden, McCulloch, Miller. That okay, was the okay. the three. So actually, you've just forgotten about some a bit more recently. There was another in the Kazakhstan game. James Forrest. Uh, no And you've forgotten about The fact that we played Lithuania About 43 times And actually there's one Quite recently That you possibly forgot about Callum McGregor Nope mm-hmm. Ryan Jack and You're just throwing names at me uh, uh, Yeah I'm just trying to keep in the conversation And feel part of the Is that one of the games Ryan show? Fraser scored? No So the, the Lithuania was 2017 Andy Robertson Yes A screamer wasn't Yeah it? I just remember seeing that goal there right now Okay, three to get. We'll get them before the end. Let's bring in Alan in East Kilbride. Uh, Alan, I think we've mentioned almost everyone from last night, but I can't help but think on the screen in front of me, you've got someone who you want to praise that we've not quite got round to yet. I do indeed. How you doing, panel? Good, you all right? You. Good, thanks. I, I, first and foremost, uh, everyone last night, 10 out of 10, um, you know, absolutely incredible. But I think somebody we forgot here, maybe... Um, it was Craig Gordon and just how commanding um, that he was last night. And if uh, we get to the, the World Cup, is he going to be there as our goalkeeper? Um, and if we're not, um, or if, it, if we do, sorry, and he's not there, who, who do we turn to? Um, and I, I think Xander Clark for me, um, is the guy that would be sitting... You know, waiting behind Craig Gordon if we do get to the World Cup, and I just wanted to see what the panel thought about that. Roger, well, I'll leave your worries. If Scotland get to the next World Cup, Craig Gordon <laughs> might well be the goalkeeper. Because I'll give you two examples. I first interviewed Craig Gordon not long after he came through into the Hearts team, and we're talking nearly twenty years ago. And Craig Gordon, even twenty years ago, was possibly the most single-minded footballer I think I'd ever encountered. Craig Gordon then was destined for the very top and Craig Gordon knew then that he was destined for the very top he's got a fantastic attitude people say he's quiet he keeps himself to himself but it's a single-minded attitude and it's a good attitude to have even when he wasn't in the team when Alan McGregor or David Marshall were there he still plugged away he still stayed patient he still he could be, you know he could easily at any stage in the last five years have retired from international football and he didn't and I also remember a day in high summer, a day, the day he signed for Celtic. And he'd been training at Dumbarton. I think he'd been training at Rangers. He'd get training facilities in there. And, and I remember thinking, why are Celtic signing Craig Gordon? He's done. And we're up to Lennox and interviewed him. 
and he looked like an Olympic athlete. He was in such good nick. And I immediately thought, you know, I don't think he is done. You know, I think this guy, he's maybe going to get a, a, a second career out of this. And he's been absolutely superb for Celtic, for Hearts, and for Scotland. And even, I think he turns, is it turn 39 at Hogmanay, maybe, or New Year's Day, I think his birthday is. He, he, he could go on for another, I don't know how many years, because he keeps himself in such good physical nick. And he is a terrific goalkeeper, arguably. You know, I know Jim Leighton's got 91 caps and I know people talk about Andy Gorham and people talk about Alan Roth and Alan McGregor. Craig Gordon's as good a goalie as Scotland have ever had. Yeah, very hard to disagree with what Roger was saying there. Um, I think he's a, a lot of games still to go under his belt, Gordon. The one thing I like about your the goalkeeper is the age. The fact that there's experience, we talk about how young this team is, how they're learning, you know, playing that back three, the two wing backs. See, when you've got a good, experienced goalkeeper behind, it makes such a difference because they trust the goalkeeper so much. They know that if there's a mistake, he can bail them out. To, he'll be talking to the, the back men, they'll be organising. But it'll be interesting to see who will be the backups. Um, so, as I say, I'm with Roger here. I think Craig Gordon is getting better with age. You look at him last night, that reaction save, mm. he's not lost anything. It feels like Alan, he's made a big save in every single game he played in this campaign, doesn't he? Even the games that you know that, that we won, it feels like there was always a moment where we needed him and, and he was there for it. I think he's superhuman, um, to be honest with you. I, I think he's absolutely incredible. Um, and, and he's the one... He, he's so commanding at the back for me, I think, uh, you know, for the, the three in front of him. I think it must be a, a joy to, you know, to have him between the sticks because some of the saves that he's pulling off is... It's out of this world. You know, they're world-class. Um, and, you know, he deserves to be um, at the World Cup to showcase how good he actually is as... I agree with the guys in the panel there, and I just I hope he gets his. I hope we get there, um, but I hope for Craig Gordon for uh, you know his career. I, I'd like to see him have have a crack at yeah. the World Cup, um, and uh, if you know, in time to go by, uh, uh, Xander Clark. Um, I would like to see him get a get a, a shot um, because I think he's been absolutely outstanding this season. Um, I, I think every game I've watched him, I, I've not seen him put a foot wrong. Um, so as as we're saying, we've got two 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 players in every position now but we've got that in the goalkeeping you know side of things as well which I think is quite encouraging um, you know for us as a for a unit you know kind of going forward as well Brilliant Alan you've put that very well thank you that seems like an appropriate place to leave it tonight you've summed it up nicely Alan in East Kilbride um, just quickly Roger before we get the answers to this teaser will Rangers have a new manager by the time we come on at 6 o'clock tomorrow? Um Maybe not tomorrow Certainly by the time Daz is back with Mark And Thursday night I would think Rangers Would have a new manager yeah. Two men for the big occasion Probably mm. best saving it Until then actually Yeah 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 All right, a two, couple two, more Two Rangers legends A couple more on this teaser then <laughs> uh, I'm out Roger How about Stephen Fletcher? Uh, no Stephen Naismith? Yes Kazakhstan 2019 and Lithuania um, Right that Lithuania It's the same campaign So Andy Robertson scored We needed a late equaliser Was it? McManus At home No that's Lichtenstein You're thinking of At home Was it only Burke? No 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 no. You're thinking Cyprus um, Plays an English Premier League Midfielder Very good But I think he's just decided International football Not for him anymore Not a goal scorer That's why you've Perhaps forgotten him Although he managed to do it twice Incidentally oh. 
English Premier League And he's not playing for us anymore His pal just came and signed for Celtic in the summer Goodness Oh me. my goodness Hamilton McCarthy. Ackes McCarthy. Yes MacArthur Oh James MacArthur of course And the last one played last. Uh, we played in the last couple of games And he is at Southampton But he's not Shea Adams Armstrong Oh of <laughs> course Nice easy clue for you Lithuania 2017 Gone then Roger Hanna Sum it all up for us It was clearly quite the night for Scotland I can't sum it up any better Than the callers have summed it up tonight Gordon Steve Clark and his players Have rallied the country Behind the national team again Reaching the Euros Was a fantastic achievement in the summer But the performance last night Has taken this team And this squad of players Onto a whole new level And they will fear no one In the playoffs in March And good luck to them Bring on the playoffs Bring on the draw First and foremost A couple of weeks time We will know who Scotland will face In that playoff semi-final At Hamden and then who knows The sky seems to be the limit for this team So there's a lot to look forward to It's not often you get two hours of wall-to-wall positivity On Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard But these are the types of nights Stevie Clark, Scotland side Have been giving us recently I suspect there will be a bit more of a domestic football feel To tomorrow night's show We'll be here at 6 o'clock uh, With Andy Halliday and Simon Donnelly So make sure you join us then And in the meantime You can stay right there Because Callum Gallagher is up next He'll look after you We'll see Roger I'm sure at the weekend We'll see Gordon on Thursday And like I say Tomorrow night Andy Halliday And Simon Donnelly So make sure you join us then And Callum is up next <laughs>